Hi, my name is Annette Fletcher, and I host the Wear Your Crown speaker series entitled Walking Into Your Queendom, where we share a variety of queens, what they do, why they do it, why it's important, and how you can connect with them. We hope that you continue watching so that you can support all of our queens in this series. Today, we have none other than Carla Cruel. How are you, Carla? I'm well. I'm very well. And is Carla Cruel like me, C-R-U-E-L? Yes. All right. Well, it is always a pleasure to see you, Ms. Cruel. What do you have going on this these days? Um, so I, I, my, so what I do is I'm an attorney. That's, that's my profession. Um, and I have a low bono law firm. So I charge people based on their income. Um, and I've actually kind of shifted my model. So before I was still doing an hourly rate, um, just a lower hourly rate than a traditional attorney. But um, now I'm working remotely due to COVID and I'm, I'm doing less litigation, which would be in and out of court and more transactional stuff. So to make it again, more affordable to people, I've shifted into a flat rate. So essentially I talk to a person first, they get uh, basically a free consultation. That way I can fill out what are their needs, uh, what's their legal issue, can I even help them or do I need to refer them to somebody else? And after talking to them, it usually takes me probably less than 30, 30 minutes to figure that out. Then um, I take that information, sit down, digest it, figure out how long it's going to take me to do the work. And then I give them a flat cost so that no matter how much time I spend on their issue, um, they already have a set amount of money. And if they have to break it down into different payments, they can. And I only do, um, I, my main area is property law. So, um, you know, some real estate transactions, um, recently doing more wills, um, beginning to st start doing more trust, helping people set up their businesses and the, their legal entity and all the information that needs to go into that. But then also ghostwriting for people who are going to court. So you have a family case, uh, landlord, tenant, all of those things. Um, I, I do that. So that's my profession. And then I do other stuff on the side because I'm always trying to change the world. That is awesome. So are you available nationwide or is it is it set to a certain area? That's a great question. So my, I am only a licensed attorney in Philadelphia. I mean, in Pennsylvania, I'm sorry. So I can only practice, mean represent people in Pennsylvania. Um, and I, I, I can't, I really can't give legal advice to anybody in any other state. Um, however, that being said, I do give information to people. I'm in the process of creating um, a pro se litigant app. So this will give people the opportunity. And, and the goal of that app is to be both national and then eventually international. Because everybody, everybody, so the way the law works is that you still have to abide by the law whether you know it or not, right? So right. The, the idea is to give people enough of a foundation that one, they can be a good citizen, Two, they can uh, have, my, my, my business is called Legal Empowerment Group, but they can feel empowered enough because they'll have enough knowledge to change things that they think need to be changed. And then um, there'll be a section of the app that will provide you with, you know, template forms to write, connect with lawyers in your locality so you can um, get the support that you need. And also, to be honest, so I'm super honest and it gets me in trouble sometimes, but um the good the one of my other goals of this app is that if people have a better foundation 
when you talk to a lawyer that gives you big promises, you'll quickly know, ah, that don't make any sense, right? <laughs> Uh, you're not going, I'm not giving you my money. So my hope is to put some of the bad lawyers out of business and, and, and push people towards the good ones. Okay. That is awesome. So if now I'm in Delaware, so if mm -hmm. I filed a pro hoc vici here in Delaware to have you represent me, is that something that could be done or you would still have to be certified Yes. So it, this is the easiest way to, to think about it. You know, the, the term um, power of attorney? Yes. Right. Okay. And so most people know what a, a power of attorney does. That means that that person, it, unless you limit them, they can speak for you. They can sign documents for you. They can make decisions on your behalf and they're supposed to always do it as you would have done it. Right. Think of the words power of attorney. They're giving right. you the power that a normal attorney has because they're licensed, right? So unless I am licensed, I don't have the power to represent you, right? Okay. Um, what I can do, what I am able to do is I can access resources that you can't, right? So I can look up a law in Delaware and I can um, share that law with you and say, here's some information for you. Um, this is how it looks like the law is being interpreted generally. What I can't do is say, if you do, you know, here's the law. If you do right. this, then this will be the outcome. Because as soon as I start doing an analysis, I am now representing it. And I'm, I've become an attorney and I'm starting to get into legal advice and get into trouble. Okay. But I can give you the, you know, like I'll give an example. So someone called me and said, you know, I have a, I have a custody issue, right? And they said, you know, DHS or the Department of Health, right, and Human Services, uh, took my child due to, um, I, I was accused of abuse. Well, so I had to tell them, all right, I don't practice that area, but you're looking for the wrong thing. That's not custody law, that's delinqu um, dependency, right? So you need to know the right term to get to the right attorney. Or someone will call me and say, I need to do a copyright, but it's actually a patent right? And so, yes. and being able to connect you with the right people, that those are things I, I do for people. Okay, that's pretty awesome. So, are are there projects or initiatives that we should keep an eye out for that you have coming on, coming up outside of the application that is going to support and educate people on the law? Um. So, yes and no. Okay. Um, so, I have, I just, co-authored um, an article with someone and I'm going to keep doing more writing about this and then I'm trying to make it be become more public but um, we've been talking about in America all of these social justice issues right and so you have Black Lives Matter and then you have people who are like well what about the LGBTQ and then what about indigenous rights and all of those things etc cetera, etc cetera. so I am of the mind that we have to rewrite the constitution and so what I've been doing outside of this is trying to explain people the mechanism of the constitution and what the laws are and why um, sort of advocating for this idea that all of the things you're fighting for, you're not going to get unless you go back and change the constitution itself. So outside of that, I'm trying to educate people on the issues that matter to them from a legal standpoint and help them to understand that all of these things go back to the constitution so that all of these different groups, these silos that are working separately from each other can come together and say, 
you know what, we all want a voice in a new constitution, right? And then we can have a very different conversation. So that's sort of the outside work um, that I'm doing. I, you know, I've created sort of a mechanism to, to force that conversation. And so I've had some private conversations with people about how we need to put pressure on the economic system in order for us to truly have that conversation. Because people keep trying to buy into a system um, mm. that was not designed, it was never designed for everyone to succeed, right? The American right. dream, right? I have a definition of the American dream and then there's the, what people think the definition of the American dream is generally, right? Um, and in either case, whichever definition you choose, it was never designed for everyone to experience it, right? Right. And so people keep trying to win um, when they weren't supposed to. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get people to understand the mechanisms and why it wasn't designed for them to win. However, there's beauty, right? We live in a nation that we can have a, a peaceful transfer of power, right? We don't have right. to go to war in order to have a change in our system. And so trying to help people to understand the mechanisms that are available to them to have the transition and, and get the, you know, great nation that they want, the we, the people, in order to form a more perfect union. Okay, and so how did you end up getting into law? <laughs> That's a funny question. Because you're a mathematician um, by nature, right? So math is my, my first love. I was a math teacher. So I don't want anyone to ever think I am not the smartest math person in the world. I'm not a coder. I'm not a, a <laughs> cryptographer or anything like that. But my brain thinks mathematically. So I started off as a math teacher. I lived in Japan. I taught over there. But throughout my life, from, from middle school on up, people kept telling me that I should be a lawyer. Like, oh, you, you, you sound like a lawyer. You, you should be a lawyer. And I was like, I hate lawyers. Lawyers are liars. They don't help people. I would help people, right? And so every time I picked a career path, I wanted to have like this dynamic um, impact on people. And then I got my master's in criminal justice and my professors, a couple of them were lawyers and they kept saying, you're going down the wrong path. You should go to law school. I said, you think like a lawyer, you talk like a lawyer. And I said, um, nope, don't like lawyers. So I, that's when I left and went to Japan. So I got my master's degree and then left the country. And then when I came back, I started teaching again and um, I was working with my students and they, my students started saying, why aren't you a judge? Why aren't you a lawyer? And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, now I've heard it like seven times. Let me apply to law school. And so I applied. And then even while in law school, my intention was to learn the law, graduate, and then teach it, right? So I was going to go back into becoming a high school teacher that taught the law in high schools. I wanted to design a program across the country to teach the law to high school students. And um, my professors were like, you need to take the bar you need to become a lawyer, right? Um, and I was like, no, and every semester I wanted to quit and everyone was saying, don't quit, you are a lawyer, become a lawyer. Um, and so I even took the bar like, oh, why not? And I passed and I was like, cool, great. You know, wasn't super excited. Um, but now on the flip side of it, number one, I will say I, do, I did naturally think like a lawyer of the way that I process information is how you were taught to process information as a lawyer, right? So that's one. The second thing is um, I'm glad that I practice law because I would not be able to teach it 
and help people the way that I do without having the experiences in the courtroom um, and, and other experiences just helping people with the law. So I needed to have the, the real life practical experience along with the book knowledge because what you learn in law school and what you experience in the real world of practice law, they're not the same. <laughs> not the same. Okay, so if people in, in Pennsylvania, right? If yeah. people in Pennsylvania are interested. Well, I, honestly, if people are interested in transforming the world, right? If you really wanna change America and you're like, I really wanna put in some work, you can reach out to me too, right? But if you want a lawyer to be a lawyer um, at an affordable rate um, mm -hmm. and you want somebody who's gonna tell you the truth, and, and not, you know, coddle you. Um, I am, I'm super direct. Sometimes I'll tell people you don't have a case, you need to move on, right? Um, if you want that, then you can reach me. Um, my, my website is legalempowermentgroup.com. And my email is on there, but my email is kcruel, um, first initial, last name, at legalempowermentgroup.com and .net. Um, you can reach me by myself, 215-629-6349. And then I'm on Instagram and Twitter uh, and Facebook. You can, can find me there as well. Um, but I, I do, I consistently work on these side projects, um, helping people like I ran for office um, a couple of years, uh, last year, no, 2019. And that connected me with different people. And as a result, I've been doing a lot more conversations about gentrification and combating gentrification. Um, and mechanisms that you can, that individuals can utilize to help transform their neighborhood, even though a system may be working against you, um, it still is a system just like a computer system. And if you understand how the system itself works, then you can use the system either to your advantage or you get the tools that you need to modify and make the system better. Sort of like, you know, Mac, made windows better <laughs> i just said that <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay let me read it <laughs> so, so so in 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 terms of how i see carla carla is a change maker she has always been a change maker even when i met her in japan um if you are interested as she said in making a difference impacting your community, improving the nation and what is happening, actually happening within the systems that are currently in place in the states. She is an awesome person to connect to. If you are looking for a speaker as well, someone to share resources and information and knowledge, she is also the perfect queen to represent. She is authentic. She has the knowledge, information, resources, and connections and you definitely want to look her up. Her information is below on the YouTube link. Yes, it will always be there. Make sure you like, share, follow, and subscribe to her pages. She got more coming up. Don't think this is it. <laughs> Minutes, and if you missed a piece of it, you might want to rewind it and start again. Carla, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything you want to close out with? Um, yes, I'll say this one last thing. If you want to change the world, don't try to change the world. Change you and all of the world around you will bend to the things that you're changing and you'll create the ripples that are transform everything. This is the Wear Your Crown Empowerment Series with Carla Krull, walking into your queendom. Thank you very much.
Tschüss.